0: Jesus, Father, we bless your name, we give you praise, 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 thank you, Father, thank you, Father. So, Lord, we yield ourselves to you this morning, and we ask that you have your way in the midst of your people, wherever people may be joining this service from, from the city of Lagos, from all around our nation, Nigeria, from far away, uh, North America, Canada, the U.S., Australia, Europe, Middle East, Far East, wherever people may be joining this service from today, from all the islands of the world, people who are in the office, people who are at home, people in the hospital, people at work, wherever people may be today, we ask that your grace rest upon each and everyone joining this service today. Let your word come with simplicity and accuracy. Let grace be released over every partaker. Let no one be the same again. Thank you, everlasting Father. Holy Spirit, have your way. Do your good will. Heal, set free, deliver, instruct, build up, and energize everyone who will partake of this service today. We thank you, Father. And we give you all the glory and all the praise and all the saints of God from all around the world, from every home, every office, people on the road, people on the high sea. Everyone says a big amen. Amen. Glory be to Jesus, good to be with you again this morning. wanted to look around if you have anyone around you uh, who is joining you to partake of this service today. When well, you tell them it's good, it's good to be in the house of God. <laughs> or it's good to be in the presence of God. Because the Bible says, where two or three are gathered uh, in his name, there is always in the midst of them. And your house or your office has been turned uh, to Uh, to to the house of God or the presence of God at this time. And we celebrate uh, what God is doing in your life. And my prayer today is that the God who began a good work in your life, in our world, in your city, in your nation, it will perfect it in the name of Jesus. Uh, We thank God for, uh, uh, you know, just walking around the world uh, to stem the tide of the plague. And we believe that uh, as we go into the weeks ahead, Even this month of May and beyond, we're going to see the hand of God like never before, turning things around and restoring our cities, restoring our homes, restoring our nations in the precious name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Um, So, I start out this morning, I just want to, before I get into the message, just, just encourage someone today. Encourage someone. I just sense in my spirit that someone joining this service this morning who needs a lot of encouragement this season. To step out from where you used to be to where God wants you to be. Uh, Job 14, and verse 7 says, For there is hope for a tree, if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its tender shoots will not cease. Though its root may grow old in the earth, scripture says, and a stump may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water, it will bud and bring forth Branches like a plant. Job 14, verse 7 to 9. I want you to know today, somebody uh, hearing me this morning, somebody watching me this morning, whether you're joining on TV, you're online, on any of our social media platforms, on YouTube, wherever you may be joining from, I want you to know that God has a plan for your life that goes beyond whatever you may have experienced in Him. The Bible says there's hope for a tree, even when it is cut down. There's hope for a tree, even when it is cut down. It may look like its roots, you know, may, may, uh, uh, may grow hold in the earth. But the Bible says, uh, it, the, even the storm may, may, may die in the ground, yet at the scent of water, it will sprout again. I prophesy over you this morning uh, that God is, 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 is rebuilding, remolding, and re-energizing you. for for the fulfillment of your destiny this season in the name of Jesus. I speak against that spirit of discouragement. I know you may have lost a job. I know someone may have walked out of your life. I know your expectation may have been delayed or cut short for one reason or the other. You you may have been locked up in a situation where you you don't want to be right now, in a location where you don't want to be. But I want you to know that there's life beyond COVID-19 pandemic. I wanted to know that God still has a great plan for your life, and you just need to yield yourself to His plan and not be so fixated on what is happening around you right now. Uh, in, in the same vein, the scripture also says in Ecclesiastes chapter nine and verse, verse number four. He said, "Anyone uh, new, new international version." It says, "Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a a live dog." Is better than a dead lion. If you are still alive and well this season, even if you are hearing me from the hospital bed, because the devil has not been strong enough to take your life till this moment, I decree there is hope for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the God who has started that good work of healing in your life, he will perfect it. Who has started that good work of healing in the life of that family member, he will perfect it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, anyone that is joined to the living has hope. A living dog is better than a dead lion. Because I see this season that God is turning many living dogs uh, to great lions. Because we are joined to the lineage of the lion of the tribe of Judah. And whatever has not been working before, we start to work like never before. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I hear a better amen from somebody this morning? Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Hope is your portion this season. Whatever is leaking hope from your heart and from your spirit, I stand against you today and I declare that the God of all flesh is working everything out for your good. And very soon you will have a testimony. If you believe that, shall I believe in? Amen. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Let's get into the word of God this morning. Last Sunday, uh, uh, we, we shared from, uh, 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 from the point of view that there's a need for somebody to get into uh, the deep, and that God's plan for us this season is not to stay at the shallow end of our relationship with him, or stay at the shallow end of, uh, of, of things in life generally, to understand that there are many sides to God, and it's only when we are willing to explore the different sides of God that things Uh, you know, uh, 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 God starts to reveal himself to you and I. We spoke from um, the story, uh, the parable of Jesus about the the prodigal son and his brother. And the fact that the prodigal son may, may, may have been immature, may have lacked emotional fortitude, and he misbehaved, but one thing about him was that he was willing to explore the different sides of God. Eventually, he knew uh, uh, through his father, he knew that side of mercy. He was willing to, to, to explore the different sides of his father. He knew that side of mercy. He got the understanding that there may be famine where he, he was sojourning, but there was no famine in his father's house. He had enough courage, enough humility to go back to his father's house. But there was a guy who was always at home, but lacked aspiration. He lacked you know, expectation. He he was not willing to explore what was available in his father's house. And uh, eventually, uh, the the, the resultant effect was was bitterness because when God started to show his many-sided wisdom and his many-sided grace and mercy, uh, even to the guy who had explored but made mistakes, this man, uh, you know, became angry about it. May you not stay in that zone of anger this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, there are three zones that people live in. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this morning on what I've titled uh, treasures in the deep. You know, it's, for, it's one thing for you to get into the deep. The deep waters with God, like, like we shared from Ezekiel 47 last week, that uh, there could be ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and overflowing water that can carry the weight of anybody when you surrender to God. And I said, uh, just like in that, you know, metaphorically, we're talking about water, but we're talking about our relationship with God and how we're willing to trust him and surrender and submit to him this season. And I want you to understand uh, that uh, that there's a place that you used to be, that God wants you to shift from that place to live, you know, the ankle deep, the knee deep into the place of deep waters. Where God has prepared treasures, the treasures of this heart are available even in deep waters of the heart. The, the, the biggest of, of you know of some of the marine creatures, they are the things that you find in the deep waters. And I said last week that if you got a prophecy that God wants to uh, give you a whale, you don't go to the pond or the pool behind your house. You go into the ocean to 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 look for the whale. And that's why God is calling us out this season. And I'm speaking to you prophetically again this morning that God is calling you out of despondency, calling you out of discouragement, calling you out of anxiety and fear, and is calling you into the place of peace that is in His presence. Pleasures of His presence He's calling you into the place of divine serenity, into the place of trust and all utter devotion that, that, that is available in His presence when you decide to engage with His presence. So there are three zones that people can be at this season. I call it uh, the zone of, of, of fear or the zone of learning or the zone of growth. It's possible for someone to remain in the zone of fear for too long. In my city, this is perhaps the eight weeks of the full effect of the pandemic in how we move around uh, with with with. Can I say we've enjoyed uh, five weeks of a lockdown (laughs) out of the eight weeks, and uh, here we are. But you know, some people are still in the zone of fear and anxiety and trepidation, wondering what's going on in our world even after eight weeks. Uh, If you're watching me from Europe or from North America, you may have been in this for longer. Or maybe from from China or any other place, you you have definitely been in this for longer. But some people uh, are still you know, just wondering what is going on, agitated and anxious about what's going to befall them. Meanwhile, things are changing every day all around us. And what God wants is for me to leave that zone of fear into the zone of learning, where I can begin to now ask the question, what what is God doing in our world today? What can I learn from what is going on? Where I can capture, in, 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 in my journal, the things, my daily dealings, are, uh, and like I said before, I'm not just counting days. I'm making the days count when I get to that zone of learning. Making the days count. And it's from the zone of learning that we get into the zone of growth where we can have practical growth experience from what is going on right now. Yeah. What am I going to do differently? What is God calling me into? What are the new perspectives? What are the sh- change or the shift in paradigm that is expected of me this season? So that, uh, uh, you know, this, this uh, COVID pandemic has not come to stay. It has come to pass. Yeah, it has not come to stay. It has come to pass. And you must not have that mindset that this has come to stay. Some things will change permanently. Some things are only there temporarily. And we're going to move back into how it used to be. But certain things will change permanently. And many people are developing habits right now that may even be difficult to turn around on the other hand. And that's really the main issue. Because by the time people's perception, people's habits have changed, our world will have to adjust to it. And all of us will have to adjust to a lot of those things. Uh, So that's why we cannot stay in the zone of fear. We need to move into the zone of learning and the zone of growth. And what I'm teaching this morning is that for you to stay in the zone or to get into the zone of learning and growth this season, you have to come into a secret place with God. You have to come into deep waters with God. You have to come into that place of, of, of deeper interaction, deeper connection with God. You have to come to em- em- embrace into, I mean come into that place where you can embrace the treasures in the deep because there are treasures. There are treasures in the deep. Isaiah 45. When you read verse 43, he said, "And I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do these, so you may know that I am the Lord. For uh, I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. I will, I will give you treasures hidden in darkness." And in secret places. That's what God says in Isaiah 40, 40, 45. There, anyway, and and every promise He made there is making. I mean, He made for all of us to be able to appropriate as we come into a new covenant with Him. To be able to appropriate even the blessings of the old covenant. So I needed to understand that there are treasures in darkness. There are treasures in uh, the deep places. When we come into that space with God. So the big question this morning is what zone are you? Are you still in the zone of fear? Or are you getting into the zone of learning where you are doing away with fear? You're learning. You're picking certain things. You're writing things down. And then from there, you know what to do differently, which is the foolproof of growth. I said before that whatever cannot stop your growth cannot stop your progress. And I'll keep repeating it through this season so that everybody will know that one of the greatest demands of this season upon you and I is growth. Because that's the pathway to progress. Whatever cannot stop your growth, cannot stop your progress. It's something that you need to keep telling yourself on a daily basis. Whatever cannot stop my growth, cannot stop my progress. So if I keep growing, I will keep progressing. Notwithstanding what is happening in my world, if I keep growing, if my perspective is changing, if I'm processing something in a better way. Yeah. The wiser you are, the better you live. And in the midst of a crisis, you can still continue to gain wisdom. You can still continue to gain wisdom. That's where real growth happens. When you continue to gain wisdom, even in the midst of chaos. That means it will, it, you gain perspectives on how to navigate the chaos. And that's what happens when we get into the deep end with God. When we leave the shallow end of the pool. I'm getting to the deep end with God when we can get into secrets. When we can submit to him. When we can allow him to carry us. And when we can allow him to take us into depths of what he has in mind for this season. Great depths of what he has in mind for this season. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, what happens in the deep? Let's, let's, let's look at it a little further. Uh, the, the deep it's a place of learning and growth, like I said. It's also a place of exploration. It's a place of exploration, a place where you explore possibilities. So, uh, post-COVID, what are the possibilities ahead of us? Those are the questions that I expect somebody to be asking this season. And then you get into the secret place with God. You get into the deep end of the water, of the Spirit with God. And then ask Him these questions. What, what are the things ahead of us? What, 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 what are the things that are there to be explored this season? The Deep is also a place of connection, of vital connection. So somebody who may have been, you know, practicing, a, you know, maybe just an acquaintance with God, it's time to get into that place where God can call you his friend because you spend time with him. Now, I need to pause here to say something. That when I'm talking about the deep, I don't mean you have to become like John the Baptist and leave town and go into the wilderness so that you can sit there day and night and it's just you and God, you know, and all that. I understand uh, that God may desire that you even spend time with him, but the same God expects you to walk. The same God expects you to spend time with your family. The same God expects you to take up responsibilities even this season. All God is demanding of us if we're going to get into the deep place with him this season is to make sure that it's always in our subconscious, that it's all, it has a space in your subconscious. Isaiah 26 and verse number three, the Bible says that God will keep in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him." Yeah. He said, "You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because it trusts in you. This is how to stay in the deep end with God. Where is thoughts are your thoughts? You're thinking about him so much. You're thinking about, you're processing things through a biblical worldview. You're processing things through uh, the the consciousness of the indwelling spirit. That you're processing things with the consciousness of the fact that the Holy Spirit is in you and is your instructor. And he wants to give you instruction this season. When you process pain outside of revelation by the Holy Spirit, you will misappropriate your destiny. When something is burning, pain is looming, maybe job loss, whatever. Marriage is, is about to hit the rocks. Somebody has hurt you so deeply and your only lens through which you are gaining perspective is the pain that is coming to you. You may walk out of destiny unknowingly. But when things happen, like what we're dealing with in our world today, if all you choose to do is to react, you may not get the, 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 the best end of the bargain. If all you do is react, God doesn't want you to be only uh, to, to just be reacting. He wants you to be moved by revelation. And revelation is available in the deep. In the secret place with God. That's where revelation is available. That's why I said it's a place of revelation. It's a place of revelation. The deep is a place of revelation. There are two ways to live. You can either live by reaction or live by revelation. And when things are going topsy turvy and things are upside down, many people live by reaction rather than living by revelation. And it's the time where God also still wants to speak to us clearly so that we can live not by, by, by reaction but by revelation. God wants to be able to speak to you and I clearly, clearly. So the deep is a place of revelation. It's a place of discovery. It's a place of discovery. It's a place where God wants to show us visions and dreams. Where God wants to show us visions and dreams. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, when you read from verse 1 to 5, the apostle Paul, the writer of the epistle, uh, 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 you know, this epistle, 2 Corinthians uh, verse, uh, chapter 12 from verse 1, he started to talk about uh, uh, certain things that he enjoyed by just staying in the, in the presence of God or just having God in the subconscious and, you know, just enjoying the deep places of God or deep places in God. And when you read that kind of scripture, you think, ah, it to take an apostle to enjoy this kind of level of interaction with God. And I've come to tell you this morning that you don't have to be an apostle. You just have to be a child of God to be able to enjoy the treasures of the deep. And the treasures of the deep goes beyond the material things of this world. Is the benefit of deeper interaction with the one who holds the universe in his hands. That's the main treasure in the deed. So Paul was writing here uh, uh, from verse 1 of 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 12. If you read from New Living Translation, can you put New Living Translation for me, please? New Living Translation. He said, This boasting will do no good, but I must go on. Because he knew what he was going to say would sound like, Boasting. He said, But I must go on. I will reluctantly tell about visions and revelations from the Lord because he has enjoyed it. He said, I know if I share this, some people would think that maybe God is partial, but I have to share it anyway. Yeah, because I want to provoke you to understand that God has a space for you in the deep, in the secret place with him. In verse 2, he said, I was caught up to the third heavens 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out of body, I don't know. Only God knows. But these are the things I saw. He said, yes, only God. Verse 3, he said, yes, only God knows whether I was in the body or outside of the body. But I do, uh, I, but I do know that I was caught up. I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astonishing that they cannot be you know, expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. Can you imagine? Paul was saying, when I was caught up, I saw stuff. I saw the treasures of the deep. Deep interaction. Understanding that it's difficult for me to share because when I start sharing them, you'll just be thinking of me as a spiritual juggernaut, but you won't understand that I'm as weak as you are. Because when you read further, Paul said it was because of all these things that he saw there that he believed that God, to keep him humble, put a turn in his flesh. <laughs> and he said, well, I mean, when you read further in, in, in that chapter 12, you see there, he was saying, look, it was because of all these deep things that I've seen. God knows that this thing can make somebody's head, head to swear, to, to become proud. That's why he humbled me, you know, and all that. But let, let's stay here today. He said that I was caught up, to paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. Can you imagine? <laughs> that, that must not come out of your mouth. You know that things when you get into the deep places that you can see about your future, about your, 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 your spouse, about your friend, about a city, about a nation, about an industry, about a business. That even God will tell you it's not time to reveal this thing yet. Just, just, it's just to shape your perspective. You can't have this kind of encounter that Paul had and live anyhow in this world. That was why Paul would take his life for the gospel. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ because the power of God also salvation to everyone who believes. I have seen stuff. Guys, I've seen stuff. You can't convince me otherwise. I've been to places in God. All this yo-yo Christianity, it works out well today. You are happy. You are singing praises, reading your Bible. And then tomorrow, they say, maybe they're going to lay people off. And then fear carries you again. You and your Bible are no longer friends. And I'm now struggling to pray. It's because you haven't been some, to places. You haven't seen stuff. When you see stuff, you gain stability. In verse 5 there, "He uh, said, that experience is worth boasting about, but I'm not going to do it. I will boast about my weaknesses. But he he said, but I cannot deny that I had an experience that is worth boasting about. This season, where there's minimal movement in many cities, this season where the whole world is sober, this season where God is revealing himself again as governor among the nations, where God is saying, I can can permit a slowdown, a lockdown of the whole world. I can command a reset of the universe. Will it not be a good time for you to be able to say what Paul said there? This experience is what, what experience have you had this season that is worth boasting about in God? Because if you're a child of God, and you're not having any experience in prayer, any experience in worship, any experience in the study of God's Word, any experience in the deep hand of the things of the Spirit, you're wasting this time. Because there are things happening in the deep that God wants you to be a part of. There are conversations taking place in the deep. We talk about conversations in the deep. Conversations take place in the deep. Some of those conversations are not... They are destiny-molding conversations that take place in the deep. Destiny-molding conversations that take place in the deep. A good example is Isaiah chapter 6 when you read from verse 1 where scripture says in the, in the year that King Uzziah died, as, as Isaiah said there, I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his rope filled the temple. Attending... Him were mighty ser- ser- seraphim, having six wings. He, w- he was describing the things that he saw. This are, you know, great stuff happening there. Because a man decided, I, I just want to be where God is. Verse 3, "He uh, uh, said they were calling out to each other. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven. Lord of heaven's army. The whole heart is filled with his glory. The voice shook the temple to its foundation. And the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, It is over. I am doomed. When as I encountered God's presence, there was a revelation of him to himself. That was where God started from. Before he showed him who before God showed him God, God, first of all, revealed himself to him how unholy he was. He said, I'm doomed, for I'm a sinful man. I have, I have. Field the leaves, and I live among a people with the leaves. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's me. Look at verse 6. Then one of the seraphims flew. He said, He put a burning coal. He had he had taken from the altar with a, a pair of tongs. He taught my lips with it and said, See, this coal has taught your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Verse 8. Then God started to speak. God was not talking to Isaiah, ladies and gentlemen. They were just conversations in the deep. It was not about Isaiah. It was about God and his agenda. But Isaiah was in the deep place where you can drop on destiny shaping, destiny molding conversations. And it, it, it brought a world of difference into his life. He said, then I heard the Lord asking, whom should I send as a messenger to these people who will go for us? This was a conversation within the Godhead. God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Who will go for us? Us. Isaiah was not part of them. But because he had a privilege of being in a deep place with God, a place, you know, of destination, molding conversation, he was able to say, Here I am, send me. And he said, Yes, go and say to these people. Isaiah's destiny was sealed there. A calling was born. Because he was in a place where God can reach him. Are you in a place where God can reach you this season? In Acts of the Apostles chapter 10, we read the story of Peter. I think from about verse 11 there or so. Peter went up at a particular time to pray. (laughs) You know. And uh, the Bible says, uh, he saw the heavens open and an object came down. And there was a conversation about Peter, arise, kill and eat. And Peter said, no, I've never eaten anything. Can you be in a place where there can be destiny shaping conversations? God at that point was ready to reach out to beyond the Jews to the Gentiles and was going to give a change of paradigm. But Peter was at the right place. He was positioned to be able to see, to fall into a trance or see a vision. This season, the heavens are open like never before. God is dropping divine ideas. He's still giving visions and dreams, treasures from the deep that God is unfolding into our world today. And it depends on where you are, how you are positioned to be able to participate in destiny-molding, destiny-shaping conversations. I can go on and on. Jeremiah chapter 1, you see what happened there. Jeremiah was also there, a young chap, and you know, and, and God said, you know, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I mean, this chap was having conversation with the God of the universe. Not his landlord. Not even the governor of his state. I'm talking about the governor of the universe. And God was telling him, I have plans for you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. How cool will it be this season for you to gain entrance into God's plans for your life like never before. How cool will it be if you, if, if you can have this kind of conversation with God in your prayers, in the study of the Word, in worship this season, where God invades your privacy and reveals to you his plans for your life. You will walk through this COVID experience, we know, with, with, with chips on your shoulders because you, you know that there's something beyond the ordinary that is happening in your life. That's the treasure that we have in the deep end. That's where God is calling somebody to be. Rather than crying day and night about this marriage or about this business or about this child. It's time to seek the Lord until he reveals himself and opens up the treasures in the deep. So you hear conversations or you engage in conversations that can mold your destiny forever. Forever. Mold your destiny forever. That's what God is doing this this season. God is looking for, you know, for soils of people's hearts where he can plant seeds. And I wrote here, I said, uh, plant seeds of, of fruitfulness. The seed of today is the fruit of the future. God wants to plant seeds, seeds that will lead to fruitfulness. Some people are thinking and worrying about the future, worrying about the next six months, the next year, what will happen in a year or two from now. Whilst we are supposed to be planting seeds that will bring forth at that time. Yeah. In the parable of the sower, you know, at the end of the parable, scripture says, the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. What word is dropping into your spirit this season that can shape the next 10 years, the next 20 years? That should be our focus right now. That's what God wants us to focus on right now. Because he wants to plant Seeds, seeds that will lead to fruitfulness in our heart. Seeds of today, the seed of today is the fruit of the future. And that's where God is, what God wants to do in our hearts this season. That's what he wants to do in our hearts this season. And I'm just calling on somebody today. Uh, as I round up, I'm, I'm going to be leading prayers. But, uh, and as we pray, I want you to take a position where your heart can really connect vitally again with God in the deep. But before I round up, I have these two instructions that will come to you in perspective. The Bible says in Psalm 42, when you read uh, uh, from verse 6 down to 8, it talks about deep calling on to deep, but this is how it, 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 it is rendered. Um, uh, if, if you give me the, the, the Passion Translation. In the Passion Translation, it says, Here I am, depressed and downcast, yet I will still remember remember you as I ponder. yeah said here I am depressed and downcast, all right said I will still remember you as I ponder. I will still remember you as I ponder. As I ponder the place where your glory streams down from the mighty mountains, lofty and majestic. It says the mountains of your awesome presence says, my deep need calls out to the deep kindness of your love. My deep need calls out to the deep kindness of your love. Your waterfall of weeping sent waves of sorrow over my soul, carrying me away, cascading over, over me like a thundering cataract. Yet all day long, God's presence of love pour over me. Through the night, I sing a song for my prayer to God has become my life. My prayer to God has become my life. When the Bible talks here in in, in the King James, it renders it very simplistically. Deep calls to the deep. The sound of the waters and all that. There are two perspectives that the Holy Spirit gave me about this. The Passion Translation says, my deep needs call out to the deep Kindness of your love. My deep needs call out to the deep kindness of your love. Now, the, the big question today is what does your deep need or pain call out to? What's it calling to this, this time? Because if you don't have, uh, if you cannot say that there's something within you, within me and you, deep stuff from within us is calling to the depth of God. The death of God's mercy. The death of God's divine provision. The death of, you know, God's grace. There's a deep that's supposed to call on to deep. When I feel there's a need in my life this season, but I'm not connected to God in deep places, in the secret places, the death of my need will not be able to call out to the deep kindness of God's love. And that's what God has in mind. My deep need calls out to the deep kindness of, of God's love. When I approach God, with an understanding of who he is. His multifaceted wisdom. And mercy. And grace. I don't approach him perplexed. We come boldly to the throne of grace. Because we know the one to whom we have to do is limitless. He's unperplexed by what is going on in our world today. He's never taken by surprise. He orchestrates everything. He wrote the story of the universe. And then stepped into it to leave it with all of us. So how can he then be perplexed? It's like you saying that when you get to act 10, scene 2, the script writer will be perplexed by what will happen there. It's never going to happen in real life movies. Whatever act or scene you get into, is the script writer. He has a, uh, the, the ultimate understanding of how this movie is going to pan out. And if I'm his child, then my deep pain, my deep need, must call out to the deep kindness of his love for me because he's my father. And so do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. (laughs) David walked in those deep places. That's why he could could say those psalms or write those psalms. Glory be to Jesus. The second perspective to deep calling unto deep is that as my deep calls to God's deep this season, I must also surround myself by people who are in the depth of his love and who are connecting to his depth, not his shallow end, so that our deep can call to deep. And I pray today that God will order your steps to the right people this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will not walk alone. My God opens the heavens over you, connecting you with the right people, and your deep will call out to their deep in the name of Jesus. That was what we saw in Luke chapter 1. When you read from verse, uh, maybe 39 or so down, the Bible talks about Mary, Mary the mother of Christ. When Mary was pregnant with Christ, the Bible said, now Mary arose those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. Elizabeth, I think, was a cousin or something. You know. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, <laughs> deep called unto thee, glory be to Jesus. When Elizabeth had the greeting of Mary, that the baby lived in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, from Elizabeth, there was a confirmation to Mary. From Mary, there was a transmission to Elizabeth. (laughs) Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, And blessed is the fruit of your womb. There was a confirmation to Mary from Elizabeth. Yeah. And the Bible says, But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? This was Elizabeth saying. Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord... All All the things that she was saying was confirming. Confirming the things that Mary had encountered in the deep. Well, the prince of Mary also transmitted the Holy Ghost to her so that she could prophesy. And from that point on, Mary started to sing. Yeah. And the rest, like they say, is history. Both of them connected. They knew destiny has happened. They knew they were carrying destiny together. Deep must call on to deep. This season, you must position like Mary, connecting with Elizabeth around. If you are pregnant, you must stay around pregnant people. And I mean that spiritually. Yeah. When you are seeing stuff, you must stay around people who are seeing stuff. Not people who are saying we are going to die. Not people who are saying that, oh, this, this thing has come to wipe us out. No. You must stay around people who are going in the same direction with you. So who are you associating with? People in the deep or people in the shallow hand? People in the deep or people in the shallow hand? Let your deep call to somebody's deep. Your deep should call out to the deep and vice versa. That's how it works. Your deep should call out to the deep of somebody and let their deep call out to your deep. That's how we encourage each other. That's how we stay with each other this season. That's how deep we call on to deep. Because there are many more things in God that you and I have experienced. Many more things in God that you and I have experienced. As a round up today, let's round up finally uh, uh, from this... uh, this, this popular scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 9. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor here had, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us by, I mean, through his spirit. True his spirit. True his spirit. If you can stand, I will appreciate it for you to stand this, this time. Whether you are at home, if it's a place where you can stand, I want you to stand. Because we're going to pray. The Bible says, it is written. As it is written, I not no sin. Not here, not as it entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for me and has prepared for you. The things that God has prepared for me and the things that God has prepared for you. And the scripture says... It has not even entered into the heart of man. But God wants to transport it into our heart. He wants to plant it this season. He said, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So there are deep things of God that the Spirit is searching. There are deep things of God that God wants you and I to connect with this season. And we must not stay behind in time. We must not give the excuse of things are not okay and all that. There's no affliction, there's no temptation that is taking you right now, like the scripture says, such as is not common. Yeah, God is not allow you, will not allow you to be tempted more than that which you can bear. He's calling you out into the deep. He's calling you out to release your faith. He's calling you out to lock your spirit with a spirit within you. So that out of your belly can flow rivers of living water. There are deep things in God. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man that, uh, uh, which is in him? Even so, no man knows the things of God except the spirit, uh, uh, the, the spirit of God. And the Bible says, Now we have received. Not the spirit of this world." Somebody say, I have received. Say it that time again. Say, I have received. Not the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is from God. That I may know the things that have been freely given to me by God. Can we say it one more time? Say, I have received Not the spirit of this world, but the spirit that is from God. That I may know the things which have been freely given unto me by God. Will you lift your two hands to the heavens, wherever you may be right now. Lift your hands to to Jesus and begin to declare. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge again that you live in me. I am not alone this season. I have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit that is from God. I want to step into deep places in God. I want, to, I want to check out the secret place. I don't want to stay at a shallow end. I don't want to stay at ankle deep or knee deep or waist deep. I want to get into overflowing water where I can hear conversations in the spirit. Where uh, visions and dreams can be the order of the day in my life. Where my mind can stay on God and I will hear from Him. In the name of Jesus, I want you to declare today that you are not alone, that your heart desires to have conversations with God. It's what you desire. The Bible says the the desires of the righteous shall be granted. Will you pray today? Lord, I want to get into deep places with you. I want to deepen my fruit in you. I want to become stronger in my relationship with you this season. I don't want to just allow this pandemic to just pass through. I, I want to pass through it, growing through it, learning through it, that when it's all said and done, when it has come to pass, I will be in a better place with you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody needs to pray this morning. Lord, I'm tired of normal. I'm tired of normal. I need something that's more than normal. I need something that's more than normal. I need something that's more than normal. You know, it's been said in our word consistently uh, that, 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 that normal has gone and I needed to desire it this morning. You can't live like Isaiah or Jeremiah or, or Peter, anyone that we have discussed about today and uh, even like, like Paul the Apostle And still live a normal life. No. I want you to pray today. In the name of Jesus. I want you to say, Father, position me with grace to be able to maximize your presence. Position me with grace to be able to maximize your presence. Uh, You know, in Habakkuk chapter 2, the Bible says, Habakkuk was saying, I will will stand upon my rampart and, and stay upon my watch and wait to see what he will say unto me. Will you ask God today, I receive grace. To spend time in your presence. I receive grace to keep you in my heart. To, to keep you in my subconscious. On a daily basis. On an hourly basis. That I may participate in the conversations going on in your presence. Ah, lift your voice to him this morning and pray. Lift your voice to him this morning and pray. As you pray, will you ask God for destiny-molding encounters? Ask him for destiny-molding encounters. Say, this season, Lord. I want to en- engage in destiny-molding encounters with you have your way in my life this season. I don't want to remain in the mundane level of my interaction with you. But destiny, molding, encounters. That's what I desire, Father. That's what I desire, Father. I want you to pray today. Ask him to drop ideas in your mind. Ask him to drop seeds of ideas. Thoughts. Thoughts that will take you to your next level. In the name of Jesus, uh, the thinking pattern that brought you to where you are, may not be able to take you to where you are going. Will you lift your two hands to him today and say, Lord, my heart is open. My heart is open. Pour out new seeds, new ideas, new thoughts. Grace for a different level of imagination. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I refuse to stay in the same place. I refuse to stay in the fear zone. I refuse to stay in the anxiety zone or in the worry zone. In the name of Jesus, I'm moving to growth. I'm moving to increase. I'm moving to, to enlightenment. I'm moving to the overflow. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Lastly this morning, will you declare, as we take our authority, and I want you to, 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 to use your own mouth to take authority today, to so stand against the spirit of fear and anxiety over your life, in your home, in your office. I want you to begin to declare it right now. I bind the spirit of fear. I declare this morning, God said he has not given me the spirit of fear. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of the living God. So I stand against the spirit of fear. I break the hold of anxiety over my mind. I stand against worry. I stamp it under my foot. In the name of Jesus, I decree today that I'm free of worry, free of fear. The joy of the Holy Ghost is my portion. The love of God is in my heart. It's I brought in my heart by the Holy Ghost. As I walk in Revelation, I will no longer live by reaction. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want you to declare it today. Stand against that spirit of fear. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you and we praise you. And we ask that you take all the glory. Wave your hands to him wherever you may be right now. And just bless the name of Jesus and just thank him. Just thank him. Nothing around you remains the same. This is the best week of your life so far. Lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. The heavens are open over your life. Wherever there has been bitterness, I decree joy. In the name of Jesus. God is healing somebody's heart this season. In the name of Jesus. Healing is coming into your life. Restoration is coming into your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Let this word today bring forth fruit in every, the life of every partaker. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the glory. Say so in the attitude of prayer, can I pray for anyone this morning who may be saying, Pastor, I'm far away from God. I want to come back to God. Somebody else may be saying, Pastor, I said this prayer before, but if Jesus should come right now, I'm not sure I'll be able to go with him. I need him to forgive me my sins. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I also want to pray for you. I also want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. That something new will start in your life today. That something new will start in your life today. I want you to, uh, if you belong to any of this category, you want to give your life to Jesus or you want to, to uh, rededicate your life to Jesus, I want you to say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a savior. Say, Jesus, forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I declare that today I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Fill my heart with your Spirit and give me a new beginning from this moment forward. Thank you for accepting me just the way I am. I pledge my life to you that I will love you and serve you and dedicate my life to you the remaining days of my life. Thank you for accepting me in Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, I want you to know that Jesus has accepted you. Your sins are forgiven and his spirit is now rekindled in your heart. The spirit is now living in you again. And I want you to uh, go to our DM or chat room, depending on the platform from which you are watching. If you are watching on TV, there are numbers scrolling on the screen. uh, Email address, info at televisionengine.org that you can reach us with, let us know that you made a decision today. If you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, please just DM us and let us know that you just made a decision to follow Jesus. We'd love to send you some materials that we believe will help you to become a more stable Christian. We'd love to have the privilege of of joining forces with you to disciple you to become a stronger believer. We have all kinds of classes that we do online that you can participate uh, in from any part of the world. Uh, from our membership class, which just tells you a bit more about our church and integrates you into our online community, especially if you are not in our city, uh, to, uh, you know, different other classes that we do in the, the, the Elevation Church Institute and Elevation Church Schools, uh, School of Prayer, School of Spirit, different things that you need to know that if you get on our website, elevationengine.org, you may be able to get some more information about that and participate in what God is doing through the ministry of the Elevation Church. Thank you for the decision you have made today, and we believe that God, who began a good work in your life, he will perfect it in the name of Jesus. Uh, we're going to take the communion. So, if you have uh, the wafer, bread, biscuit, whatever you have at home, I want you to put it together right now with water, wine, juice, whatever is available for you. Uh, we're going to uh, pray over the material and participate. In, in, in the Lord's table today, Jesus commanded us to do this in remembrance of him. said, as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. And we remember his sacrifice on the cross. We remember the finished work of Christ, the complete work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. And he said, whoever partake of my flesh and my blood, he said, has my life in him. And as we partake in it again today, we decree and declare that the life of God in us is reactivated. In the name of the lord jesus and that the hold of doubt and fear is broken in the name of the lord jesus uh, so i wanted to to bring the, the uh, out the material that you have uh, please make sure that your family is together as we pray over it and then you will part, part, partake of it and the life of god that is in christ jesus will sort through your being like never before sicknesses shall be healed anxiety attacks shall be healed the hold of depression shall be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. There shall be good news from a far country in the name of the Lord Jesus. This new week, somebody's landing a new job, even in the midst of layoff, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody who has been, your, your, your resources have been held down, whether it's money or material resources, this week, the life of God that is in Christ Jesus liberates everything that belongs to you and makes them gravitate in your direction. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree for you as you partake of this table today. That there's restoration for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And so our Father we thank you. For every material that has been set before your people. In their homes. We decree right now. That your hand comes upon each and every one of those materials. Uh, and we declare. That these a sacrament. As we partake of them. We do them in remembrance. Of your sacrifice on the cross. And we decree today. That your life surges through our home, our our body, and every situation. And there's there's divine intervention in every situation represented in the life of your people. Thank you, everlasting Father, in the name of Jesus. So we declare this is your body that was broken for us and your, your blood that was shed for us. We receive it with thanksgiving today. And we declare, Father, that you have your way in every life and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, please go ahead and partake. Praise God. Thank you, everlasting Father. As we partake of the communion, I want to just lift your hand to Jesus and just bless him and just appreciate him. Father, we thank you for your presence today. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. We ask that you take all the glory and all the praise in the precious name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want to welcome anyone who may be worshiping with us for the first time. It's your first time joining us online in any of our services, on TV, wherever you may be watching from if it's, it's the first time encountering the elevation church we want to celebrate you and we have a, some gifts for you that you can get online uh, we, all we want is for you to let us know that it's your first time please indicate if you are on any of our, our social media platforms or youtube please indicate you see a, a, a link there with which you can reach us and claim your gift if not if you're watching on tv please send us an email let's know it's your first time we have a gift that we would uh, uh, forward to you that, that downloadables that you can get online from wherever you are, and uh, the promise to be of, 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 of great benefit to you. So we want to welcome you very, very specially. Like I said before, wherever you're joining us from, if you want to be a part of our online community, we have so many offerings that will help you uh, to be able to build your faith with us, especially this season. So please send us an email and let us know that it's your first time and we will definitely connect with you uh, and uh, we hope to be able to do life together with you this season from wherever you are, and God bless you richly in the precious name of Jesus. Lastly today, uh, 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 I, I want to lead us as we give to God. Uh, our worship is not complete until we worship God with our substance. The Bible says honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of all of your increase. So I wanted to package uh, whatever you have, uh, get your, your, t- your phones, get online, Uh, the details are now on the screen uh if you're watching from nigeria you can use any of the three banks whether it's short code or the account details there if you're watching outside of nigeria uh we we have the global uh, gateway payment on our website elevationng.org giving that you you can use right now it takes uh mastercard visa card and uh, uh it's a secured platform with which you can give uh as you give today I believe that it's your worship and your sacrifice to God and uh, uh, may he be acceptable to him in the precious name of Jesus. Can I say a prayer over all of our seeds? Father, we thank you for the benefit of giving to you. We pray for everyone who has something to give today. As the seed leave their hands, let it multiply. Let it prime the heavens open over their job, over their business, over their home. Let grace be released over them. I also pray for anyone who may lack what to give at this time. We decree that the hold of lack is broken over their lives and we decree in the same vein that heaven is open over them and that you shower a rain of blessing over them. Prove to them that you are the God who meets us at every point of need and let your name be glorified. Lord, today we ask that you encourage some, somebody's faith this week. Encourage the faith of a worshiper, a giver this week. Meet them at the point of need. Let something out of the ordinary happen in their finance. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, everlasting Father. We bless you and we praise you in jesus name praise god thank you everyone for joining the service today we have uh, a few announcements to give and then we're, we're, we're going to bring the service to a close so please don't log off yet uh don't change the dial yet just stay with us and uh we'll, 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 we'll shut down the service in a couple of minutes thank you again for joining the service have a fantastic week and i pray that the goodness of god and the grace of god continue to abide with you and your family in Jesus' precious name. Have a great week. You can always have a beyond the ordinary experience if you place your faith in the supernatural. I'm very glad you have decided to embark on this study we are called, Pleasing God. Sometimes we forget that our relationship with God is symbiotic. We can be so laser focused on getting from God that we forget that we were created for his good pleasure. So just as we would love to be pleased by him, by God, he also wants to be pleased by us. Uh, and as, as we go on together in this study, we will learn how to please God.
1: We trust that you have had a wonderful time in God's presence. Our next event will hold on Wednesday by 6.30 p.m. West African time, and it will be streamed live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels at Elevation NG so that you can get service alerts when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers, Mondays to Saturdays, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. West African time on the Zoom app. The link is now displayed and will be shared on our various social media platforms. We have been receiving great testimonies from people who are experiencing God's grace even in this season. Please keep the testimonies coming. They encourage our faith. So if you have one, please send email to testimonies at elevationng.org. And if you're trusting God for a testimony, don't lose faith. We pray that we will be reading your testimony very, very soon. Finally, During this season, though our church office is still closed, we're still here for you. Simply contact us via email at info at elevationng.org or give us a call. Call us on 0700-ELEVATE, that is 0700-353-8283. May God bless and keep you. Have a fantastic day.